Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to Couch Takes, brought to you by IronCityChalkTalk.com. If you have any suggestions or things you'd like to hear us talk about, just hit us up on social media, at CouchTakes on Instagram, or at Couch underscore Takes on Twitter. Thanks to everyone for listening, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Couch Takes Podcast. Really excited to be here. Another great week coming for you. Trey, how are you doing, man? I'm good. How are you, Andrew? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. I've had a good week, you know, just on and off. Got sports going on. You know, it's been pretty solid. Yeah, I can't say I complain either. I mean, it's been pretty decent. Uh, good. I mean, just, you know, finals, uh, the finals, not like school, but, you know, like the NBA yeah. finals. That's pretty much the only thing I was focused on. But now that it's over, it's just kind of, you know, nothing now. Yeah, good, good. I'm glad to hear it. Um, is nothing good? Do you think nothing's good? Well, I take that back. Because uh, what is today, like the 19th or something? Uh, yeah, 19th is yeah, when we're recording so. it. So the NBA draft is tomorrow, I think? Yeah, yeah, it's tomorrow. Love the NBA draft. So it'll so. be the um, it'll be the day that this episode comes out then, yeah. Right, yeah. So, I mean, you want to hunch back on that? Who you think is going to go in number one? <laughs> um, you know, I think there's a lot of names out there right now, um, <laughs> but I think I'm going to go with Zion. I want to okay. say the Pelicans That's are going to take him. That's fair. Um. What about uh, Morant? You think he'll go two? Number two, for sure. Yeah, especially after that uh, trade today, but we'll get to that. So, Andrew? Yes. You sound kind of like something's going on. What's up? Nothing's going on, man. I'm just concerned for you. What was your favorite thing of the week? Do you want me to go first? Go ahead. Okay. Um, that's fair. All right. My favorite thing of the week. Um, see, I've kind of actually... I usually have a hard time picking one of these because... It's just like I can never think of we're anything. Pessimistic people. <laughs> I can never think of anything. But this week I've actually got like several things that I kind of want to do. But I guess I can only pick one. So okay, I guess I got one. I, yeah, this is like a last minute thing. So last night I saw the uh, new X Men movie, right? The uh, Dark Phoenix. Yeah. I don't know if you know anything about that because I know we've talked I about just, it before. You don't. Really all like I heard that was that it stuff. tanked. That's all See, I heard. It's, it was kind of. I don't know. I went to I went into it with very low expectations because it's got like a twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes, you know. And that's <laughs> I didn't horrible. know it was that bad. Oh yeah, no, horrible. But it's got a sixty percent on fan ratings on tomatoes. I don't know what that's called. I guess fan score or something. I don't know. But um, I would definitely side with the fans. Um, I would put it maybe at seventy percent. I didn't think it was that bad. I enjoyed the movie. There was never a time where I was like looking at my watch, like ready to go, you know. So, but I guess that wasn't really technically my favorite thing of the week. I guess really my favorite thing of the week is that Disney now owns Fox and the X-Men movies are going to be a lot better. I guess yeah, that's really guess my that's, favorite thing. So, I mean, that would include all of DC as well, right? No, what? Oh, my bad. You said X-Men. Yeah, X-Men is Marvel. Right, right, right. See, that always throws me off because it's so much different than the Avengers and that whole line of Marvel. Yeah, because it is always new people. Me. Or is different people making the movie. Yeah, I don't know. That just always... Uh, it was always weird to me how they have, like, a cinematic universe, but, like, they don't interact hardly. Well, it's because they don't own every property. Which is also like, strange, Mar is it not? Marvel sold a lot of their stuff, like, a long time ago. So, like, they didn't own X-Men here recently, even though they're the ones who created it. Okay, I got so you. So that's the reason why the Disney Marvel wasn't making it. It was the Fox Marvel, and Fox Marvel sucks. But now Fox Marvel is going to join the Disney Marvel, which has been awesome. So 
I guess that's my favorite thing is that they've been struggling making these movies. The Fantastic Four movies were awful. Disney's supposed to take over for all that. So hopefully we'll see some cool stuff. Even though I did enjoy the movie, I it's like they've just wasted all this, all these cool characters and stuff, you know? Well, yeah, you know, I mean, again, you know me, not the biggest on superheroes and everything, but when I was a kid, I saw the X-Men Origins Wolverine movie, which I know a lot of people hated, uh, yeah. but um, but I thought that Hugh Jackman pulled that off really well. And Well, he's the best part of them. Of exactly, all of that's, them. that's what I mean. It's like he was honestly amazing. Like, I really liked that movie as a kid. Yeah, so if it, it would if be it wasn't exciting. For him, well, oh, yeah. No, it would have been awful without him. You're right. Oh, yeah. But, if it wasn't for him, those, those movies would have tanked, and they wouldn't have made as many as they've made. Yeah, so... Honestly, like if they could somehow revive this and bring back, because honestly, I feel like some of the X Men characters have like, like a really dark history and all. Because they, that, dude, that Wolver, the Wolverine movie was really dark, man. So you think I don't so? know if you're. I mean, I haven't seen it see. in a long time. Just let's take you back. The f- beginning of it is they cannot die, so they're literally just fighting in wars because they want to kill people. Eventually, they get caught <laughs> and they settle down, and Logan goes and has a wife, and then. Logan's brother murders his wife, and then it's just, and that's the beginning of the movie. You know? you know, you think that's dark. Have you seen the actual Logan movie? No. Oh, dude, that movie's wild. You got to see that. That's um the newest one. Yeah, I've heard that it's good. Pretty, I, you know, dude, I just, that one's pretty wild. That because uh, you know the other ones are all PG thirteen, and this one's rated R. That's the way to go, man. I mean, There's I don't know if that's, stuff in there. I don't know if that's really the way to go usually, but in this case, it was definitely the way to go. That's what I mean. Is like this that particular character is really, oh dark. yeah, it was awesome. Put the dark themes in it. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, dark phoenix. Don't. Well, okay, but <laughs> no. But what I was saying is like, don't try to make a G movie out of an R character. You know? Yeah. No, I, I think that's what they did with the whole Deadpool, and that's worked pretty successfully. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. So, so anyway, um, what's your what's your favorite thing? Uh, I, I guess it's a favorite thing. I know what I said about the finals, but at the same time, I'm so happy it's over. Like oh, I was, yeah, me too. I was watching it to watch it because I needed to, to keep up with it, but this season just seemed to drag on, man. Yeah, I felt like the longest season ever. It really, like, especially the playoffs. Maybe minus last year when we had Cavs versus Warriors 4, um, this is probably the least interested I've been in uh, in a finals match in a while. Oh, no, I disagree. Oh, I completely disagree with that. I was super excited. I thought it was a really, really fun. I don't know. I just, I really didn't care. It was like, because, I mean, again, we were watching it for different reasons. Like, you wanted to see the Warriors go down, and I didn't want to see a division rival of my favorite team win the title. So, so you know, we were watching it for different reasons. And for that, it's like, for me, it's like, I don't want the Warriors to win, but I don't want them to win either. So, it was just kind of a double-bladed sword, you know? Yeah. Double-edged six was, yeah. Yeah, double-edged. I, I knew go. what you meant. I knew what you meant. Dude, game six was pretty wild, though. Did you, I'm sure you watched game six at least, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I watched game six. Dude, I told you, so I, awesome. I watched it to keep up with it. I was just kind of yeah, like, yeah. all right, I guess I'll watch the game. You know? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dude, I thought it was freaking awesome. I loved it. Yeah, it was pretty wild. Man, it sucks about Clay. you know? Yeah, it does, but, I mean, I think he's, I, I mean, he's still a great player. I mean, I, I'm not, like, worried about his future or anything like that. Well, I mean, shoot, it doesn't matter how good you are. Sometimes it can really mess you up. But my point is, like, um, he's coming up on free agency, right? Yeah, see, I guess that's one thing you do have to be worried about is that's not the opportune time to get hurt. 
No, not that there's ever a good time, but well, I mean, it's the same situation with KD, really, and it just it's just crazy that they're both on the same team. I know it's two different injuries, but um, it's just it's rough to think that neither of them are, are going to play next year, probably. Yeah, I mean, I, I know we probably discussed that on here whenever that thing happened to KD, but um, it's just it's a long road to come back from those. It really is. Yeah, I know it is. I th- I think they've got maybe not this season, but depending on how uh, contracts work out and like who goes where, whether they stay or not, I think they they're fine. They're going to be okay. Next two years, they'll, they'll. I don't know about this year. The Warriors might struggle a little bit this year because I don't see, especially not KD, but I don't really see either of them coming back and playing a lot of minutes at all. No. I mean, I don't think KD's going to play at all this year, is he? I mean, it takes no, a long time again, to recover Katie, from this kind of injury. Clay might be able to come back by February or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe like April, like if, if uh, you know, because it's usually like a year long thing, at least yeah. nine months or so. So yeah, it's usually about a year. So hopefully, Clay can come back at the end of the season. But yeah, you're right. The Warriors. Do you have like a win count prediction? Maybe. Um, I think they'll win like you know 59 games probably. They didn't even win 59 this year. Yeah, I think they could. That's what I'm saying, though, is like they're going to be minus KD and minus Clay next year, and they didn't even win 59 games this year. I mean, so? <laughs> Steph Curry's a freaking G, dude. That's fair. I was going to say closer good. to like, I was going to say more like 49, but 49. Yeah. Okay, 49's fair. I like 49. I, mean, I don't 59 think 59 might have been stretching it a little bit. Yeah, I don't think they're going to blow anything out of the water. I it's think just, they'll probably be like a you know, middle-of-the-road playoff well, see, team next year. It's just hard for me to not see the Warriors, like, to not see them in that light, you know what I mean? So I guess that's I know, why I really weird. said 59, because I was like, you know, they'll probably be pretty great. But then I was like, well, I don't know. See, yeah, I guess that's a better, uh, that's a fair point. I think I just, it's hard for me to see them like that. Yeah, I mean, they've just been almost untouchable for the last, like, what, five years now? Yeah. That it's... Minus one season, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and who's to say, you know, maybe they could pick up the slack and get, like, a gritty season together next year. But um, but even if they don't, I think they'll be back in full force the year after. Because even if they can't yeah. land KD or, I, you know, I'm pretty sure Clay is going to stay there. I think but, so, I mean, too. They, they've got the notoriety now to where they can attract other big stars there. So they'll be they'll be fine. Yeah, and you know what I just forgot about? What? I completely forgot about this. We haven't had an episode since one of the best things we've seen in a long time. What's that? Bro, Anthony Davis is going to be a Laker. Oh, I didn't even God. think that's about a, that. I forgot we didn't talk about you? that. Last, dude, I forgot we didn't even talk about that last week. Because it, it just happened a few days ago. Yeah, I know. I, I, compl- I completely blanked on that, bro. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, man. I can't freaking wait, y'all. Why? Why do you like the Lakers so much? I don't like the Lakers. I like. Yes, LeBron. you do. You like it because LeBron's on the team. Yeah, I, I, so you're a Lakers fan until Lakers. he moves no, teams or retires. No, 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 no. I'm a Miami Heat fan. I'm a Miami Heat fan, but I do, I do like LeBron a lot. I want to see LeBron be successful. Okay, I really do, and I'm excited. I, but to, I mean, who cares though? I don't have to be a Lakers fan to think this team's going to be exciting to watch. Exciting. Yeah. Dude, LeBron and Anthony Davis, and there's they might have room for another max contract. My God, just building another super team. Let's ruin the NBA some more. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. I forgot that, you know, you root for the 76ers who has some great all-stars who can't, you know, pan out. Sorry about it. No, they're all-stars. They're not superstars. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. all-stars. Yes. 
yeah, I like I'm agreeing with you here. It's not a super yeah. team. Well, they're just good players. Well, you I'm know, just saying it's kind of sad though because they're never gonna they're never gonna win a championship, dude. And that's fine. And I know what you're doing here, Andrew. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I mean, okay. It's no, true, like, though. no, legit. Let's just go back for a second. When's the last time? a non-super team has won the championship. I'm not trying to, like, start anything. I'm just genuinely curious. Um, I would say 2013. Who won that year? Miami. With LeBron. Yes. And D-Wade. Yep. And Chris Bosh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, I mean, I and wouldn't Ray say Allen. that's a super team. Okay, come on now. Ray Allen on the that's back 40. That's a super 40. team. Ray LeBron? Allen on the back 40. Oh, my God. Dude, that... The the Heat and the Celtics of that time with the you know the big three those were the the super teams that started this era of basketball man. I mean I think no I don't think so I don't think that's a super team dude three big I mean dude two great players I mean that's like saying the uh, the Lakers with Shaq and Kobe and Pau Gasol was a super team shoot the Warriors were called a super team just when they had Steph Clay and Draymond. No I don't think they really became a super team until they got KD. They only won one championship pre-KD. A lot of people forget that. Most of their championships so far have come with KD. Okay, are you trying to credit KD or discount the Warriors? I'm just saying they weren't really a super team until they got KD. Not saying that I they mean, weren't an incredible they team. Won, they won 73 games in a season. without. I know they didn't win the championship, but still, that's pretty remarkable. Okay, that's not. It's not a, I understand that. I'm just saying it's not a super team, though. Look, a super team wins 73 games. I mean, I don't think so. I don't understand. I mean, dude, it was... I don't like how people say LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. It was LeBron James, it was Dwayne Wade, and it was Chris Bosh. Yeah, it was Chris Bosh, sort of. And Ray That's Allen. not a super team. Okay, Ray Allen was only on one year. He only played one season with them. Was it that year? Yeah, it was the year they won it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what? Dude, did, the guy didn't even start. He was on he his back 40 of his career, and he wanted to win another championship because he knew LeBron was at the height of his career. Well, I'm just saying you got a guy height. that's – it doesn't matter if he's starting or not. I'm not trying to say he's a superstar. I'm just saying he's automatic from three, so that automatically opened up their game. I respect that. I mean, that. yeah, he's a great player. Yeah, but anyway. I, I look, think he none was the six man, a, wasn't he? None of this is important. I know we were talking about Anthony Davis, um, and you're anyway, right. I'm he excited. will be excited. He will be excited to watch with LeBron. Um, I just hate that it's with the Lakers, but that's just, it's just personal prejudice. So, I mean, I can't, you know, I, I get that you could be mad at me for that, but, um, but no, hey, like, if, yeah, you hate, I forgot you hate like big name franchises. Now I just mean like, stupid. I, I'm just a big fan of parody. So, I mean, when's the last time the Lakers were good? Like it's been a while. The 20, 76ers have been better long-term than the Lakers have in recent times. No. Are you they've joking? Both, they've both been bad, but the Sixers have been worse. That's a fair assessment. So No. Just hear me out, though. Not the past five years. What do they have, like 15 championships or something like that? I'm just saying, yeah, does a franchise like that. like that need any more? Let's get some fresh blood in there. The, uh, you know, the St. Louis Blues, they won the Stanley Cup for the first time. That's exciting to see. Even if, you know, it, it, it doesn't really matter who I thought would win or who I was rooting for, it's still nice to see something new, you know? And I guess you could say the same thing for the Raptors. Um, but, you know, again, it was just a personal thing for me. Um, so would you be excited if the if these players were in Memphis or something rather than L.A.? 
Oh, dude, I'd be pumped. That's why I was so excited when uh, New Orleans got the uh, the first overall pick to get Zion. I was so ticked about that, dude. Dude, I was like, all right. <laughs> I was like a small market team getting a superstar. That's what I like to say. That's the worst possible thing you can ask for the NBA. You want the big names to go to the big teams because it means more money for the league. It means more money for the big teams. And yes, the league in the long run. But hear me out. If it works out and Zion transforms that franchise with all the picks they've got and everything, then you've built another large market. And congratulations. There you go. That's even more money than you would have gotten if you went to a big name place in the first place. Are you, you know? sitting here trying to tell me that the Pelicans could become a large market? New Orleans. Yeah. New Orleans Bro, is a huge joking. city. Bro, you're joking. And it doesn't have to just be New Orleans. It's the whole state of Louisiana and surrounding areas. There's a lot of Pelicans fans down south of Mississippi and Alabama because it's just close, you know? Yeah, but New, the New Orleans Pelicans are never going to be considered a large market team. I'm saying they could be bigger than they are right now, okay? I mean, everybody gets good every now and then. That's what I'm saying, though. What was Golden State before they got Stephen Curry? Nothing. Yeah. They were in a large market, but no one cared about them. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't understand what that's supposed to prove. I'm just saying if they get good, people will support them. They'll get the TV deals. They'll get put on prime time. That's what brings in money. I don't know. I don't think Zion going to Pelicans is good. I'd much rather see him go somewhere else, dude. Like New York, that would have been awesome. That would have been such a waste. The Knicks are a waste of a franchise. You've literally been talking about this whole time. You want to see some parody. Yeah, and mean? the Knicks constantly are just given blessings, and they screw it up every time. I mean, okay, how do we know Zion wouldn't be the one? Eventually, they're going to have to be good. I mean, I would think they're going to be good eventually. And also, you can't say the Knicks are down on their luck. They're the most valuable franchise in the NBA. That doesn't mean they don't suck. They they're do suck. New, that, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They just, they're in New York, so they make a lot of money. I mean, that's just the way it works. It's like the Dallas Cowboys, okay? If they are down on their luck and they go 4-12, and 12, I have no sympathy for that team. I'm like, they still make a lot of money, though. Exactly. That's why I don't have sympathy for them. I'm just like, oh, well. Hire better coaches. I like, what, what can I tell this you? Year. Is this a trigger tray <laughs> episode? Like, I don't even see your logic at this point. I don't know. I don't either. <sighs> I think what's we can move on. What, what's our next topic? Let's just move. Uh, we were going to discuss Heisman's. The Heisman Trophy. Okay, yeah, we've talked about this before. So, uh, specifically, we were going to discuss the best and worst Heisman winners of the 2010s. Yeah, so 2010 to present day. So, I guess there will be one more Heisman um, awarded before um, the 20s start, the roaring 20s. So exciting. Ooh, yes. <laughs> I'm so excited, Andrew. We're going to start wearing tuxedos, three-piece suits, all kinds of stuff, and have, you know, gowns and all these things, the ladies. Dude, if I could just, like, casually go to Walmart in a tuxedo, like, I'd like that. I wouldn't. That'd be awful. Well, actually, I think I wouldn't like it because it wouldn't matter what I wore or what everyone else wore. If you still went to Walmart, you'd still see someone in, you know, pajama pants and, like, a white <laughs> t-shirt with, like, ketchup yes. on it. And... <laughs> That's so true. My God. It's okay. like... I go there because it's cheap, dude, but I, I just, I lose a little bit of myself every time I leave. I mean, it's Walmart, dude. There ain't nothing special about Walmart. You know what you're getting when you're walking in that place. Some, some low, low prices. This episode is sponsored by Walmart. Go check it out. 
<laughs> okay, so, you know, to me, before I guess I give my answer, I will say, though, about the Heisman, it is kind of frustrating as a fan to watch sometimes. So it's not really always – I don't think it's always awarded to the best player. It's really kind of like a popularity contest, honestly. No, it's the quarterback and running back club yeah, every year. Yeah, it's frustrating, dude, because it's not always the best player. It, One defensive I mean, player that ever. That's ridiculous. Not that – it isn't always given to the best player because sometimes it is given to the best player, but yeah. the best player isn't always the most popular, so therefore they won't win the Heisman. Right. So before we name ours, I guess this is kind of like an honorable mention uh, segment. Who would you say is the biggest snub of the 2010s? Oh, that one's kind of tough. And that can be whether they were a um, fine. I guess they don't. They didn't technically have to be a finalist, but I mean. I think the one there are the two that are on my mind right now were both finalists and they didn't win. You go ahead. I'm having a rough time. Okay, so I guess I think um, the first two names I guess in recent memory that people will automatically jump to is either Christian McCaffrey or Deshaun Watson. I would say so. I think personally, also my brain goes straight to Andrew Luck. I think Andrew Luck had a great case to be Heisman. Well, that was an '09. Yeah. Was it an 09? No, mm-hmm. he was a finalist in 2010 or 2011, wasn't he? He was a finalist in 2010, but it was for the 09 season. The 2010 Heisman was awarded. Uh, it was Cam Newton. So, Yeah, yeah. No, I remember that. And actually, no, the ceremony was in 2009. So, yeah. No way. Are you sure about that? Yeah, because remember, the ceremony is always in December. Yeah, no, I know that. But I'm pretty sure he was a 2011 Heisman finalist. I'm pretty no, positive. you're thinking you're thinking of AJ McCarron. AJ McCarron was 13. Andrew, I'm, I just googled it. Andrew Luck, Trent Richardson, RG3, Monty Ball, and Tyran Matthews. Was that really 2011. It? Yeah, I knew it was. Dude, who was I thinking of? Wasn't there another Stanford guy that got snubbed for Mark Ingram? Um, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I was thinking because yep. it's like yes, they always dude. come Stanford in second is place. Runner up, you. Yeah, they're runner up, you. Dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, who was that? I know exactly what you're talking about. Let me look it up real quick. <laughs> I, I know guess, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, but going back to Andrew Luck, dude, I remember that now. I would so, say maybe him. I don't think I because well, I guess I I don't want to give well, I guess I gives away my answer. Who cares? I think RG three is the worst of the 2010s. See, my gut instinct was gonna be to say Jameis Winston. So I went mm-hmm. back and looked at his stats. Um, because I just remember, dude, they were the luckiest team in the world that year. You know. Yeah, yeah. And he was a, what was he, a redshirt freshman, and he came in, and they won the national championship. He put up good numbers, though. He had uh, 40 touchdowns and 10 picks, 4,000 yards. It was a good season. Mm -hmm. The reason I was thinking that was because the next season was just an absolutely awful campaign for Jameis Winston. Like, I couldn't believe he went number one overall after that follow-up season. Oh, yeah, yeah, Dude, Tampa Bay, dude, I was so shocked. I thought they were going to take Marcus for sure. Oh, yeah, the season after he won that Heisman Trophy, he threw 25 touchdowns and 18 interceptions. Yeah, no, I didn't think – I could not believe he went number one overall. But they still made the college ball playoff, I mean. Yeah, but that was a joke. They got demolished. Yeah, they did by the uh, second pick. Who, which I mean, to be honest with you, looking at it right now, neither of them have really showed out. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like neither of them really turned out to be worth the one or two. But mm-hmm. I mean, oh, hey, hey, honestly, hey, hey. I remember, I remember Toby Gerhart. Toby I Gerhart. Wanted to, I wanted to say that before I forgot it real quick. Toby Gerhart was the guy that um, Mark Ingram wanted over in 09. Okay, yeah, yeah. Now he we're was on the, the same page. Runner up, you dude. Okay, 
But anyway, yeah, I think Andrew Luck is the um, the biggest snub, maybe. I, I would say also Deshaun Watson. I think the year that Christian McCaffrey didn't win it, uh, Derrick Henry won it, I think both of them had a great um, a great Heisman campaign, and that was really just, you know, who, like I said, who was popular. So I, I think you could have gone with either one. But as far as snub goes, I definitely think Andrew Luck was better than RG3. And even Trent Richardson, even Trent Richardson, I think Trent Richardson was better than RG3. Yeah, he was. And it, honestly, if Trent Richardson had played in that uh, SEC championship game that year that Alabama wasn't in. Yeah, he probably would have won. Yeah, honestly, if he had one more good performance. But, I'm pretty sure you know. he was leading up until that point, wasn't he? It was like neck and neck with RG3. Mm-hmm, something like that. Um, For my best pick, you know, I looked at all of them, and I remember through the years of watching, my favorite Heisman pick of the 2010s was absolutely Marcus Mariota. Okay. Do you think he's the best though, or do you think he's just your favorite? No, we're talking if if we're talking strictly like who had the best Heisman campaign, like meaning a one year stretch. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm still going with Marcus Mariota. Like here's some stats for you. He threw 68 percent for 4,500 yards, 42 touchdowns, and only four picks. That's efficient. I don't know why that didn't translate to the NFL. I wish it had, but. I mean, honestly, I, you can't put up much better numbers than that. Now, yeah. I looked at that and compared him to Baker, and Baker was pretty close to him. Something yeah, like, I was, yeah, I was gonna say, dude, Baker. I, I like Baker a lot. He's on my top of my list. I don't know if that's who I'm gonna pick or not. I haven't decided yet. Uh, yeah, Baker was pretty close in terms of stats, but dude, the the sixty eight percent throwing, like sixty eight percent in the air is insane. With only four picks, you know, he yeah. threw a lot. So, uh, you know. I, I can't really argue against that. Even the years before that, he went thirty-one and four and thirty-two and six in terms of touchdown interceptions. Uh, dude, he just he tore up the the landscape when he was in college, man. Yeah, no, he did, and I do. Um, oh, and I that do doesn't like, include anything he did on the ground either. Yeah. So your pick is uh, Mariota. Absolutely. See, right now I'm kind of stuck, dude, because I, I I honestly believe the 2010 the 2010s Heisman's. Have been incredible, dude. I think every year we've had oh, great yeah. Heisman's, except I, except I honestly still believe 2011 RG3. I I don't think he was that incredible, and I, that's not even me factoring in NFL. Like this is all strictly what me and Trey have seen in college, right? And I just don't think RG3 really fits the bill like the rest of them. Even like Johnny Manziel, I think Johnny Manziel was a lot better than RG3. Yeah, okay, Johnny Manziel and RG3. Both relied a lot on luck and their teammates. And you their know? legs. Yeah, and their legs. But Johnny Manziel was just a lot better, just if I'm being honest. just If you're just watching him, he knows how to make plays out of nothing. And RG3, it was just kind of like, if he didn't know how to make a play, it was just kind of over. You know, yeah. sometimes you get lucky and escape, but like Manziel really was Houdini in college. And um, you got to commend that. He tried to do that in the NFL and it didn't work, but we're talking about college, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I guess, because I'm like honestly still, like as we're talking about this, I'm kind of going in my head, going back and forth, and I'm having a hard time deciding. So right now, I'm really struggling between Cam Newton and Baker Mayfield, and I hate that too. I'm not the biggest fan of Cam Newton. Um, I think he's an incredible player, but I do think he's a little overhyped, especially in the pros, but obviously this has nothing to do with the pros. He had an incredible year in college, dude. And, uh, I mean, not that Baker didn't. Baker had an incredible year, too. Um, Baker broke some kind of record, didn't he? Didn't he have, like, the highest um, 
completion percentage of a Heisman ever, something like that. He he completed some kind of record. Maybe it was just an Oklahoma record. Yeah, I don't remember. He but, had uh, some kind of record um, with his passing. He had like an all-time uh, completion percentage for a Heisman yeah, winner or was, something. It was hard to uh, argue against Baker. Yeah, Baker deserved it big time. Absolutely. Sure. I mean, uh, but I, I think I'm going to have to go with Cam. I mean, dude, Cam was unreal. And even though he played at Auburn, I'm trying to be as unbiased as I can be, dude. The guy was unreal. Sure. He, he, was, he was unstoppable in college. I mean, he had 2,800 yards, almost 2,300 uh, excuse me, almost 3,000, I meant to say. Um, he had 30 touchdowns and seven picks, and that's just passing. I mean, he had what he had another um, almost 20, almost 20 touchdowns on the on the ground, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, somewhere he, in there. The dude I mean, had he, unreal. He was numbers. their offense, you know. Oh, uh, absolutely. That team would have been nothing without Cam Newton. No, nothing. that team would have been nothing. So I, I think as overall Heisman, you've got to say Cam Newton. Even though, um, actually, now that I'm looking at it right now, there's an asterisk next to it. I wonder why there's an asterisk. <laughs> I'm looking at all the, for those of you who don't know, like I'm on my computer looking at the uh, Heismans. And for some reason, his has, oh, his has an asterisk and Jameis Winston's has an asterisk too. I wonder what, what does that it means. Mean? I have no what idea. Does it, it doesn't mean? say. Let me see. I bet you it's not even that big of a deal because I know they didn't get like taken away or anything. No, of course not. Um. Oh, oh, the first. It's just the first overall draft pick. Okay, never mind. Not oh, as cool. Okay. I thought it was gonna be something wild, dude. So there <laughs> should like, be one. Here we go, boy. Um, <laughs> should be one next to Baker too, then, right? Yeah. And yeah. Kyler. Uh, let me scroll down. Okay. Yeah, they both have an asterisk too. I literally just now noticed that. I thought I was like, oh crap, because you know I was about to bring up literally as soon as I saw it, the whole getting paid thing, and we don't know about all that. <laughs> Even though, you know, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know if he did or not. I think there's a lot of things in college sports we don't know about. Um, but I, I think it's possible. But yeah. I don't think that should take away from his Heisman campaign. I mean, the dude was incredible at Auburn. Yeah, I don't know if I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but there's a great, uh, I guess it's a documentary, but it was put out by SB Nation on YouTube. Okay. About specifically about players getting paid, and it all started with the Laramie Tunsil thing at the draft, you know, uh, with the yeah, gas mask bong and all that. Yeah. yeah. So there was this um, investigative journalist, and he went and interviewed a bunch of people, and like as all this stuff was happening, and then they uh, they ended up comparing Ole Miss and Mississippi State, and talking about players from there, and ones that have been like confirmed to be paid and all that. And uh, anyway, I, I don't remember what it's called. Sorry for that, but it's by SB Nation. You could probably just look up SB Nation, Laramie Tunsil on YouTube. And it's like a four-part series. It's probably like a little over an hour, hour and a half long. I definitely watch it, dude. It's amazing. Yeah, I might have to like, check you'll it out, learn, dude. You'll learn a lot about college football. I think they do. Not in I mean, a good just way. personally. I don't, I'm not like trying to like throw a bunch of like shade at schools, but I, I think there's a chance they could. I'd be I guess I should say I'd be surprised if there wasn't a lot of underground things going on, you know? Yeah, and they highlight a lot of that in this little Yeah, that doesn't shock me. And I'm not like single I'm not trying to single out Cam Newton. I think it happens just about everywhere. Yeah, it's just like certain people get certain people get caught, certain people don't, you know. Yeah. So anyway, I guess yeah, I I think Cam Newton. I mean, the guy had 30 passing and then 20 rushing touchdowns. I mean, that was unreal. I mean, 3000 yards passing almost. He had 2800, so I think so, I'd go with him. So we say Cam and Marcus for best. Yeah. And then we agree RG3 was the worst. Yeah, I think so. I think we both agree. I mean, I feel like that one's the most obvious. I feel like most people yeah, will say that. Yeah, and like I said, I, I was just, my my brain immediately went to James, Jameis, but... Uh, 
My mom calls him Jameson. <laughs> Jameson? Yeah, she thinks yeah. his name's Jameis. She thinks Jameis is short for Jameson, but I'm pretty sure his real name is Jameis. It is. Yeah, that's what I but, thought. But no, like, honestly, it it was only because of the year he had after that. His actual Heisman campaign was actually pretty impressive, so I'll give him that. Okay, real quick. Do you know uh, what school has the most Heisman trophies? It's Oklahoma, isn't it? Yeah, they're one of them. It's a three-way tie. Ohio State? Yeah. And... Mm. You got it. You got is it. it. A, Come on. Is it a big one? Oh yeah, definitely. Yikes, man. USC. Close, but no. USC is under uh the three way tie, so I guess they're fourth. Ah. Uh, so wait, when you say close, you mean like in the area? It, it's it's a blue blood. I would say what most people would consider is a blue blood. It's on the same level as Ohio State and Oklahoma, is what I'm trying to say. Texas. No, no, I don't even... No, Texas only has two. Ohio, Ohio State and Oklahoma both have seven, along with this other team. All right, I'll give you one more. All right, and then you'll you probably just get tell it. Me. All right, you'll probably get it. I'll probably get... I don't, UCLA? No, what? No, I don't even I don't know, know if they've won a Heisman. I don't know, you They're just said... a blue blood. What are you talking no, about? You just... you Like, I said USC, and you said, close. I'm like, I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Close in you, what relation? No, I meant, like, USC has six... Oh, uh, anyway, who I didn't was mean it? Like you, I didn't mean like close in the area. I don't even know if UCLA has ever won a Heisman, Trey. Which you I don't can, know oh, either. Oh, I take that back. They're at the bottom of the list. They have one. There we go. <laughs> um, No, it's Notre Dame. Ah, okay. That's I thought That's that was going to be like one of the first ones you said. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I feel like, I was thinking like the biggest schools and like Texas is, you know. Yeah. Historically great and, and huge school, so. Yeah. Do you think, uh, I know a friend of mine who gets really, really upset about the Heisman Trophy ceremony every single year because he thinks that a person's character should really, really be put into it, which I'm not saying it should or shouldn't. But do you think that should have a huge factor? Because a lot of people would say that, you know, um, maybe Baker would not have won it. Maybe Cam would not have won it. Maybe Jameis would not have won it. If uh, Maybe even Johnny would not have won it if, um, you know, a person's character and, like, you know, the public eye had something to do with it. Not that I think they're good or bad people because, I I mean, I have no idea. I've never met the guys. But a lot of people would say those have been, you know, kind of troublemaking guys sometimes. I mean, I guess if we're strictly talking about football then you know I they mean, all deserved it but like according to the heisman they say that that goes into it they say a person's character and um the way they are seen publicly uh is a part of their voting but i don't think it has see, anything to do with the voting yeah okay this is what i'll say they're lying it absolutely yeah. doesn't go into it at all i agree yeah um, unless, you, I wanna, unless you've been like a convicted like yeah. murderer or something like, you've had to like really gotten in trouble about <laughs> something before they're like okay this guy robbed the Federal Reserve, so I guess we won't let him be Heisman. <laughs> yeah. But on, the, on the opposite end of the spectrum, the NFL Hall of Fame, they absolutely take it into effect. And like... Oh, they play favors with that one. Oh, yeah. And it's uh, it's ridiculous. Like, they go way too far. Terrell Owens not being a first ballot Hall of Famer is uh, an absolute joke. That was so joke. unfair, dude. That Ken was Ken Stabler crap. not getting in until he died, absolute joke. You yeah, know, it just, yeah, I the agree. List that goes was garbage. On. Yeah, so, you know, if you're... If you're going to say that it's just about play, which is what the Hall of Fame does, then you, you know, then you got to be fair about it, but it's not. Terrell yeah. Owens, they didn't like what he did on the sidelines, so uh we're, we're, he's not going to be a first ballot Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's in I now, agree. so it doesn't matter, but that's ridiculous, you know? 
Yeah, but he, I mean, he showed him. He didn't come to the ceremony, dude. He said he didn't even want to accept it, but I mean, they put him in there anyway. Did he even get a bust? Uh, yeah, they all get a bust, but yeah, you know, but I did, don't know. He didn't even come though. I'm, so, I mean, did they give him one? I, I mean, they you they have to give you one if you're in the Hall of Fame, but yeah, uh, but you have to like come and get like measured for it and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, I, I saw him on um, I follow him on Instagram. I saw pictures he posted of him like getting it, did it, getting it cast. Uh, okay, so he did go to like the whole measurement thing. Yeah, and um, okay, but he did his uh, he accepted his Hall of Fame jacket and everything at uh, Chattanooga where he went to school. Yeah, at UT Chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I'd actually like to know what everybody else thinks because I think this is a big, um, a big deal. Or I shouldn't say big deal, but I, I mean, I think it's a very big debate. Um, who could be the best Heisman's of the 2010s? Who's the worst? I'd like to know what people think. So if you guys want to, you know, DM us on uh, Instagram at Couch Takes, Twitter at Couch underscore Takes. Let us know what you guys think. Yeah, for sure. So Andrew, uh, I know we kept up with this live last week the U.S. women's national team. Yep. So when we ended the episode, the first half had just ended. They were up 3-0. And, and they won 13-0. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they broke all Dude, kinds of I records. Was, I was absolutely shocked because I didn't keep up with the game after that because I was like editing the episode and stuff. And then I saw something on Twitter and I went and I was like, dang, what was the score? And I just like jumped out of my seat. I was like, 13 goals, you know? Dude, it was unreal. But, I mean, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, so Bro, and they continued Thailand their got them booty cheese clap. <laughs> dude, he continued. They all continued in the next game. Uh, they beat Chile three to nothing after they routed Thailand. But I'll say what's amazing is they're averaging like seventy four percent possession throughout the entire game, and they've only allowed okay they allowed two shots from Thailand and they allowed one shot from Chile. What is this defense, man? That's ridiculous. Yeah, no, dude, it's unreal. I, I mean, I'm excited about it. I hope they, um, I hope they keep it up, dude. I mean, especially going into the um, elimination rounds, dude. Yeah. So the third game is tomorrow. They're playing Sweden, which will be tomorrow in our time is the day this comes out. Yeah. So, so Thursday at two. Thursday, June twentieth at two o'clock. Central also, time. Yeah. So then also the uh, NBA draft is at night too. That's a good day tomorrow. Yeah, so I guess after you watch the game, uh, I don't know what time does the draft start. Draft probably starts at seven, right? Usually, yeah, that's usually about the time, time they start. Yeah, so I guess after you get done watching this, you know, go get you some dinner, go get you something good, and then uh, get Enjoy ready to the Pop best some night popcorn. of the summer. Yeah, and watch the NBA draft. That'll be exciting. Speaking I mean, of which, not really. We already know who's going to go num- number <laughs> one through three, and then it's you know who cares. But dude, we got to jump back on the NBA real quick and talk about Mike Conley. Oh, yeah, yeah. So this is, like, breaking news. Like, this literally just happened not maybe an hour or two ago. Okay, yeah, literally 42 minutes ago, I got the notification. Mike Conley was traded to Utah. Yeah. For Grayson Allen, Kyle Korver, Jay Crowder, the 23rd pick in tomorrow's draft, and another future first-rounder. That's kind of nuts, man. I um, I think it's very clear who won this trade. Yeah, I think Memphis so. is. Uh, I, I think Memphis and New Orleans are doing the right moves right now. Yeah, I mean, dude, they just got in a haul just for Mike Conley. Is Mike Conley worth all of that? See, and that's what I was saying about Anthony Davis. I should have brought it up earlier. But New Orleans made the right move, hundred percent, man. Oh, you think New Orleans made the right move? Uh, if dude, he, I don't if, know. I think the Lakers might could have won that. I really do. I'm just saying, if he didn't want to play there, you know. Yeah. And you had to trade him. Oh, yeah, they, they did, got some they good did, stuff out of it. They got the fourth overall pick in the draft tomorrow. Yeah. So, 
I'm just saying if you if you have to trade a superstar, that's the way to do it, you know. And yeah, you know they also got that. like Lonzo, and, but I will give some props to the Lakers. They kept Kuzma. Uh, yeah, and it's not. I mean, let's be honest though. Once they, because you know, I will say the uh, fourth pick that was a big part of it. I understand that was uh, letting go of a lot. I feel like, but those other first round picks, I think people are way over hyping that. Like, dude, those first round picks are going to de- be determined by how good the Lakers are. All right, so if they're great, those first round picks aren't going to be but crap. They're going to be at the bottom of the first round. So I think people are acting like they're going to be, you know, top 10 picks again. They're not. Now that they got LeBron and Anthony Davis and Kuzma, bro, I think they're going to be pretty great. I think they're going to be a good team. I've already said that earlier, but I think people are acting like the Pelicans just won it, but I really don't think so. I think it was a pretty good trade for both sides. Yeah, I don't know if, I mean, obviously we'll never be able to tell if they won or if they lost or whatever, but you also got to remember the pick is in next year's draft. Yeah. So I don't think they're going to be like, uh, they have the talent to be championship caliber at this point. All you need is a LeBron and an Anthony Davis. But, you know, it's like, it's like you also got to take time to gel and get chemistry and all that. So, I mean, if the first half of the season goes bad, then the Pelicans could be all right and get a mid-round pick, you know? I mean, you just yeah. never know. Well, so. I mean, they've, they've got the uh, number one and the number four pick tomorrow, and they might trade away the fourth pick, though. I've seen a lot of comments about that. So I guess we'll have to wait and see about that one. Yeah, but I don't think they will. I think they'll draft them. I mean, let me see. I honestly, who could they take? Maybe um, who's that guy from Texas Tech who everybody liked? Um, Culver, Jarrett Culver. I could see him. I could see them taking him. Dude, him, yeah, him, Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Zion. Dude, that'd be cool to watch. That's what I'm saying, man. Pelicans. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know. They don't really need a small forward. I was gonna say maybe DeAndre Hunter. But I don't think they really need a small forward. I don't know. I think there's a lot of potential, but I do. But, I do think they'll probably, if they keep it, they'll probably take Culver. But uh, back on the topic of you know, really, uh, really old point guards that if that are in trade news, uh, you know, we have Mike Conley, who's what like 32 now or something like that. Yeah, 31. He's 31 years old, and they traded a lot to get him. Yeah, I don't think he's worth all that. I really but, don't. I think I think Memphis won that for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't even think that one's up for debate. I think you can't give that much for an aging point guard. I love Mike Conley. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a great player. Oh, yeah, but I think he's good. you gave up a ton to get Mike Conley. You not, know? That I, not that I think Grayson Allen and Kyle Korver and Jake Rodder are just incredible, but they also gave up two first-round picks. Yeah, that's like the big part of it. If they just traded they, those three, I could be like, okay. But, you know. Yeah, and I mean, they are, um, you know, one of them is the 23rd pick tomorrow, and I'm not sure what the other uh, first-round pick is. But, um, well, I guess we don't know yet, but it is another first round pick. So I, I don't really see it being a huge deal, but I do kind of think Memphis won this trade pretty well. So I, uh, like I was saying, uh, really old point guards in trade news. We have a listener question, Andrew. Oh yeah. yeah. Let me get to that. Let me pull it up real quick. Okay. Yeah, no, this is a pretty good one. I forgot about this. All right. So you got Chris Paul and you got James Harden. I don't know about all of y'all. But I've been seeing some drama. You know, we got some beef going on, and I like it. I think it's exciting. I like when this stuff happens. Yeah, I would love it for them to collapse. Why not? Okay, I wouldn't say that. I don't want them to, like, collapse, but I do. I I, I like drama. I'm all about the drama, dude. So the question is, with all this drama going on, for those of you who don't know, apparently their relationship is, quote, unsalvageable. And um, after they lost to the Warriors, James Harden apparently went to the front office and said, it's either me or him. 
That's, that's what he said. Apparently, he said it's either me or Chris. You got to get rid of one of us. So I'm very curious about this. But the question is, who leaves or do they end up both staying? Okay. Harden did that because it's a power move. He knows he has the leverage in this situation. If they I mean, had to choose, the reigning MVP. He's about to yeah, get another one, probably. That's what I'm saying, is they're going to choose Harden over CP3 every single time. He's younger, and um, and he's just a better He's a better player at this point. You know? As annoying yeah, as absolutely. he is to watch sometimes, he's he's still great, you know? He might even be cheaper. Chris Paul's contract was outrageous. Yeah, I, what I is Harden's contract? I was contract? thinking about saying that there, but I don't know. I think he's um, cheaper. Well, right now he's cheaper. I don't know when so his contract runs out. Though. Who's going to trade for Chris Paul? He's 34 years old, and he's got this insanely large contract. It's like $38 million or something like that, right? I have no idea. That's what I'm saying. I think that's why the person asked. They said, you know, or do they both stay? Honestly, you might have to keep them because I don't know who's going to take them unless you no. find somebody who also has a player who wants to leave, and he has an insanely large contract as well, and they can just swap large contracts. I'll tell you what's going to happen. One of these two things is 100% going to happen. You have the trade guarantee, okay? Okay. They are either going to trade Chris Paul to probably an awful team, like a team that has nothing to lose and they don't have any superstars, for a very little amount, simply to get rid of his cap hit, or they're going to cut him and absorb that dead cap. Mm-hmm. That's that's my prediction. That one of those Ooh, two things. I just thought of one though. Tell what me. about uh what about Gordon Hayward? Bro, he's got a big contract. Obviously they play different positions, but I mean, I don't think the Celtics are super high on Hayward right now. And I mean, picking up Chris Paul after you lost Kyrie, well, we assume they're gonna lose Kyrie. That's what it seems like right now. Yeah. Um I mean he'd be a good a good replacement and then like just you know, a just a one for one? Yeah, and then Houston receives somebody who's actually, I mean, he's a good player. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're getting crap. So, I mean, they both have big, that's what I was trying to say, you know, one for one, you get two big, I mean, both guys have insanely large contracts that are probably not worth that. Especially, Gordon was more, maybe at the time he might have been worth it, but his injury just really screwed him up. And I yeah, hope he does. I hope he does gruesome. bounce back. I hope this year, because you know this was his first time coming back from the injury. So I really hope maybe this year he kind of steps up and um, right proves that he was worth the contract. I really hope so because he seems like he's a good guy. But um, I don't know. I think there's a lot to that though. Yeah, honestly, I think that's a really good idea, man. You know, because I mean, obviously both teams can handle that cap hit, but yeah, neither of those teams can handle a dead cap hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So oh, yeah. I, I think that's a really good idea. Just a one for one, Chris Paul for Gordon Hayward. I mean, Andrew, you might have you might have cracked the case, dude. I hope so. And plus, you also have to think about it though. Um, Gordon Hayward's really good at defense, which Chris Paul's really good at defense. So I mean, that would also fill that hole as well. Yeah, I mean, like you said, different positions, but having, you know, having a small forward kind of gives you the ability to guard a little bit of everyone. Yeah, especially where- especially when. Um, Harden likes to kind of take the guard position anyway. He likes to take point. Yeah, and then Chris Paul was only six foot anyway. So, I mean, unless he was guarding another point guard, it was just, you know, he was just kind of useless. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say useless, but you know what I mean. It's like at some point you just can't guard someone that's a foot taller than you. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean. So, is that your answer? Do you think think Chris Paul's probably gone? Oh, he's definitely gone. There's yeah. no way he stays. I think I think but, he's gone too. I don't think they'll try and salvage it because apparently, dude, did you see that video that um went viral of um Chris Paul yeah. trying to give uh Harden a fist bump and he just slapped it away? Yeah, I saw that. That's pretty crappy. I don't understand no, that. 
This is the big question that everyone's ignoring. What's going to happen to the State Farm commercials? Oh, yeah, I didn't even... Th- I forgot they were both on those commercials. I wonder how yeah. they got them both to do that if they hate each other. Yeah, I mean, I guess they I guess they filmed a bunch of them, like, right when they signed, you know? I mean, And then yeah, just slowly released them. I mean, they're the, these reports are acting like they've hated each other for a long time. Like, it, yeah. apparently this isn't, like, new. But I feel <laughs> I like we just, would uh, know that. I can see Harden at home on his couch after a game that they just lost. He's just watching TV, and that commercial comes on. And then he just starts crying and turns off the TV and, and goes to sleep on his couch. He goes, you know what? I'm so pissed. Get rid of that guy. Yeah. It's me or him. <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty crappy of him to do. But I, I mean, I guess if they don't like each other, it ain't. I mean, good basketball is not going to come about that if they don't like each other. I guess so. But I don't know. Maybe they tried to work it out. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. Yeah, this is going to be an exciting offseason for the NBA. Seems like it has been every year for the last two or three years. Yeah, so I'm excited about it. But anyway, thank you so much for the question, though. Yeah, uh, I think we had one more, didn't we? I don't know, did we? Oh, OJ yeah, Simpson. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, I forgot about that, dude. OJ Simpson, bro, the guy's got a Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's literally all they wanted us to do. They just wanted to talk about OJ Simpson having a Twitter. I already follow it. Yeah, okay, I haven't followed him yet. Tell me what it's like. Okay, well, so the, threw first, OJ's head. the first thing I saw was um when like I guess he actually like got the Twitter and um whatever his first post was it was like this video of um he it was recording a video of himself talking about like hey this is the real OJ I mean obviously it was the real OJ Simpson but he was like you know this is the only real OJ account it's like real OJ thirty two or something like that. I can't remember what it is. <laughs> what but, awful um, name. yeah it's like the real OJ thirty two, you know, the juice. But uh, I wish that's what he would have made as the juice. That'd been awesome. But I, I'm trying. I don't want to like glorify him because I don't. I don't know about this guy. But um, I do follow him, and he just posts videos. That's all. He doesn't tweet. He posts videos. But he well, I take that back. Legend. I take that back. He did do one tweet yesterday. I want to say it was yesterday. It was. I thought it was pretty interesting talking about he's got a fantasy football league and he doesn't know who to take number one and he's thinking about taking Baker. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that on uh, Instagram. Someone, I think Barstool put it out there. Yeah, but dude. The reason this makes me so happy is just because I absolutely love older celebrities that have no idea how to use social media. Oh, yeah. So all he does is do the videos. And he did say in the first video that most of what he's going to do is just talk about sports because that's what he loves or something like that. He but also he did, said he's going to call out people that, yeah. <laughs> that have wronged him. Yeah, I saw that. And that that's what makes me nervous. But that's also, dude, I'm telling you, the drama. Bro, I clicked that follow button real quick. I was <laughs> like, I want to see this. I want to see how this plays out. Dude, what if OJ just starts tongue lashing people? Oh, I'd love it. That dude, could you imagine living during that time? How freaking cool would that be? This timeline already isn't real, okay? I'm already convinced of that. I mean, there's been some wild stuff going on. I can't believe it's getting better by the day. I never thought I'd see the day where OJ Simpson's on Twitter. Never. That never crossed my mind. Yeah, I know. I saw that and I was like, my first thought was he wasn't on Twitter already. And my second thought was, oh yeah, he was in jail. And my third thought was Oh yeah, he's kind of crazy too. This is this will probably be interesting. I mean, I don't know. I've seen a couple other celebrities like um, I can't remember Norm McDonald. You know Norm McDonald? He's here oh, on yeah. SNL. He tweeted at him. I was like, "Hey OJ, um, I recognize that place behind you in the video or something." He's like, um, "I could tweet the address, but I wouldn't. But you never know who would, so be safe or something like that." I was like, "Oh crap! Is Norm McDonald friends with OJ Simpson?" So I don't know. Dude. I guess it was probably some public like. 
you know, not like a country club, but some sort of like gathering place for celebrities. I don't know. Yeah, bro. The return of it was a golf course. Oh, okay. it's, it's the yeah. return of the juice, though, dude. I'm excited about it. I, I think everybody else probably is too. Well, everybody that I, follows. I'm them, not excited. I, I I'm, I'm anxious about this. I'm excited. I'm. I'm I can't say it without saying excited. So I guess I am. What? I mean, he's not going to really kill somebody see. on Twitter. I'm not saying he's going to kill somebody on Twitter. I'm just saying I'm. I'm just wondering where this is going to go. Because I mean, you he's know, probably he did... going to share his thoughts and feelings. I guess. Yeah, his thoughts and feelings. But it's OJ Simpson. What are these thoughts and feelings going to be? Well, he posted a another video a couple days ago. I don't know. The, I didn't really pay much attention to this one because I didn't care. But he posted some video about he um, debunked. Um, quote unquote, the um rumor that he is well, it's, I don't know the Kardashian sisters' names. Um, oh Chloe, he debunked yeah. that he's Chloe's father because apparently that's a rumor that's been going around a long time. I I did not realize that, but apparently you know he's not the father is what he said. He said I would never had any kind of interest in uh the mom I, Chris. I think her mom's the mom's name is Chris. Yeah. Already, uh, already stirring up stuff. OJ is. Heck yeah, dude! Bring it on! Bring back the juice, dude. Ah, what a way to end this! My God, that was a good, uh, good topic. Thank you for sending that in. Yeah, thank you so much for reminding us of that. I'm, I'm glad you remember that too, Trey, because I completely forgot they said that. That was like right before we started recording. Yeah, we like literally as we were about to hit record and record this, and they sent us that on Twitter. And we're like, okay, I guess we can talk yeah. about that. I'm glad they brought it up. That was a good one. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to talk about, Trey? I'm good to go. Anything you want to talk about? I don't know. Dude, we've covered a lot today. <laughs> I think it's yeah. been pretty good. Marathon sprint. Heck yeah, dude. Get, hey, y'all go watch the U.S. Women's National Team. Go uh, support them. Uh, we're Americans. That's what we do. USA, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening and tuning in. I uh, hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Andrew, anything? Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Have a great week. You know, USA, let's go. God bless. (laughs) All right, see y'all.